confession making. For those of you that are watching us online, can we just welcome our online audience today? Come on. So thankful that you're watching us from wherever you're at. And so, listen, I, I wore a sports performance type of shirt today, one that's supposed to breathe and keep you cool. But I'm, I'm a sweaty mess right now. <laughs> Worship was turned up in this house today, was it not? Good gosh. Man, no, we, we need to, hey, somebody, how many calories did we burn today worshiping the Lord? And, hey, and I agree with what Pastor Allen said. We ought to get jacked up for Jesus. Come on, you know what I'm saying? Man, some of y'all hoot and holler. People stormed the field in Lubbock yesterday. I don't know if you saw anything that, okay, yeah. So, uh, but they just got jacked up because of a football victory, man. And, and I'm telling you, we, we, we worship the one who is the victor, amen? And, and I know sometimes it looks like we're not winning and we're losing. I'm just telling you, I've read the end of the story and I know how it all turns out, amen? And we're going to walk in victory. We're going to live in victory because we are overcomers, because he has overcome, amen? Hallelujah. Well, we're glad you guys are here today. Today is an incredible day, but I just want to go ahead and let you know about next Sunday too. I don't know what you've already got planned or scheduled. Cancel it uh, because we want you to come and join us next week is going to be an incredible time. Uh, about 22 days ago, we, we sent out 80 witnessing spiritual ninjas throughout our community and surrounding areas. And, 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 and these ninjas have been on a a, a, a special kingdom assignment. I told them they've got 29 days to, 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 to seek God, hear from him, because you guys know that when you seek God, you find him, right? He says, you will find me when you seek me with your whole heart. And so these, these ambassadors, these secret co-op type of people have, have been looking and listening for God to speak and show them ways that they can be his hands and feet. They were given the charge, hey, look for a way to advance the kingdom of God. Look for the hurting and broken. Look for situations that, that need a, a, a touch from heaven. Look for, for those that are hopeless and just step into their world and be Jesus. And I love that because it's not us as a staff having to create or come up with, with these opportunities, but it's empowering people to, to, to be the hands and feet of Jesus Christ. So, so next Sunday, check this out. You guys want to come back and join us. And if you can't be physically with us today, there's always next week, but, but you want to come back because they are going to share the results of what God did through them over the last 29 days. I can't wait. It may be the best sermon that will be preached this year at 1910. Some of y'all going, well, it doesn't take much. But that's okay, but it's, it's good. It's going to be a great day as we celebrate and hear how God used people. Also next week, I'm going to let you know that, 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 that we've been inviting and sharing with you through this series called Blueprint about who we are here at 1910 Church and some of the things that, that you can expect from us as we move forward in this coming year. And, 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 and we've shared with you some things that, that we're looking for for people that want to partner with us in fulfilling the vision that God has for this house, okay? Check this out. I want you guys to know something. Every one of you in this room, you have a calling of God on your life. Now, you might not see it. You might not be walking in it. You might not even know what that is right now, but I just want to tell you something. God woke you up today. You're still alive and you're breathing, and check this out. He's not finished with you. He has something that he wants to do through you, through you, to advance his kingdom here on earth, to be a part of that. 
And, and, and that calling that God has for you is not my calling. And, and, and I can't do that. And so heaven is counting on you. Some of y'all are going, come on, bro. Seriously. The enemy has chirped in your ear long enough to say you won't amount to anything and you can't contribute in whatever. You're too slow. You don't look right. You don't know enough, whatever. But I'm just telling you, heaven believes in you. And there's something he wants to use you in to make his name known. Are you with me there? And so check this out. Next Sunday, it's going to be a let's go type of Sunday. We're going to be inviting you to partner with us as we move forward with the vision that God has for this house. Amen. And so I, I hope that you'll join us and I hope that you'll come and, and be ready to, to say, you know what? I, I, I'm in with you, preacher. Let, let, let's go. Let's go make the devil mad. Amen. Can we just make him mad? I, I'm sick of him just getting spotlighted. It's time for the, the, the saint, saints and the sanctified and the saved and the, those redeemed to stand up and, and just make some noise. Amen. How, let's be a disruption to our city. Can we do that? You know, one of the things that we've been sharing with you, and if you've known us, we, we just celebrated 16 years as, as a church. And, and, and by the way, one of our uh, other family teams that are gathered today, City Hills Church, is celebrating their six-year anniversary today. And we celebrate with pastors Mitch and Brandy Rose as they, I've already sent them a note this morning, say, bro, let's go, man. Six years. You guys are first graders. Let's go, man. And and, and you're not eating crayons anymore and it's time to, to go. And so, uh, pastor Mitch is an awesome, awesome co-laborer in the kingdom. And, uh, but, but, but as, as great as the 16 years have been for us, we believe that God's not finished. And, and when God called pastor Angie and I 16 years ago to, to step out of another work and into this one, he, he didn't call us to plant a church. He called us to influence a city. He, he, he called us to, 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 to go and, and be salt and light, to be ambassadors, to make a noticeable difference here in Bernie and Pipe Creek and Bandera. We're going up towards Comfort, Kerrville, Centerpoint. Come on, Centerpoint. Where are you today? You're here. I know you're here. We got Bulverde, Burkheim, San Antonio, Leon, sorry, I'm just all over. This is not just a church for this city, but we believe that it's a church for a region. It's a church for a reason. And it's not just to sit and soak and gather on Sundays and, and sing three or four songs and get a sweaty mess. No, no. There's a kingdom that we've been called to represent and live out and put on display in our communities. Amen. And so we're here to influence. And so I want to invite you to partner with us and, 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 and be a part of the vision of this house. Listen, here's what I do know. This house may not be for you, but there is a house for you. You see, listen, as those of us who've been created in the image of God, who, who he loves dearly, who he sent his son to die for, he desires that we be connected in spiritual community somewhere. And so if 1910's not the place for you, and, and if you're not ready just to charge the gates of hell with water pistols, okay, um, we hope that you will find a place somewhere where you can grow where you can be encouraged, where you can be an encourager, where you can be equipped and empowered and sent out, whether that's here or another church, because listen, we're all on the same team. It's all about team Jesus. Are you with me there? And so, but, but, but listen, if, 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 if this resonates with you, man, we're looking for some partners. We're looking for partners. 
Uh, and so we want to encourage you. Next Sunday is going to be an incredible, incredible day. Hey, so this time last year, I stood on this very platform and, and shared, we, 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 we operate with a word for the year. And our word for the year last year that I revealed was this word revival. I've been wearing it on my wrist for, for about 12 months. I've gone through about five or six of these braces. Can you get a shot of that? Come on, zoom in. Don't, don't get down here, but just zoom up here if you could just right up there. Uh, we, we've been operating and, and, and we've been sharing that, that, that we believe that God is wanting to, to bring revival. Now, now listen, a lot of us think that revival means we're pitching a tent out on our 30 acres here. We're inviting preachers in with fancy suits and hankies hanging out of their pockets. And, and we're going to bring worship teams in and, and the shofar is going to be blown and streamers and banners are breaking out and snakes. No, not snakes. How about but, 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 but revival gatherings and meetings. And a lot of times we just think that that's all there is to it. But here's what I've come to understand and, and what I want you to understand. We need revival in America. We need revival in this church. We need revival in our lives. That word revival in the Hebrew is the word kaya. And that simply means to bring something back to life. When something is revived, it's restored to consciousness, much like somebody might need CPR to resuscitate and bring them back to life. I believe the spirit of God is needing to resuscitate the church in America, and he's wanting to resuscitate and bring us back to life. That word revival means to restore something to its previous condition. And I don't know about you, but I think we have wandered and migrated so far away from Acts 2 <laughs> when the church was birthed and born. And, 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 but God knew that. And here's what I believe. He still desires to resuscitate. He still desires to bring us back to life. Come on. How many of you know that we serve a God that doesn't just throw things away and discard them? We're not on the island of misfit toys. We still have a purpose and there's still something that God wants to do through his people. Broken, flawed, jacked up individuals. Come on. Who am I talking to? You better get your hands up right now. But he still wants to work through us. He's not given up on us. He's not done. Now you won't find that word revival in the Bible. Okay. You won't find it, but, but you will find indications of what happens. There were times throughout, even in the Old Testament, once the fruit was eaten, we've needed to be restored to an original God-intended condition. Amen? We've been in need revival for some time. Amen? But, 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 but when you look and find in this word revival in, in, in scripture, I, I'm reminded of this, this word in Ezekiel chapter 36, verse 26, God is speaking to, to Israel. We know that Israel is God's chosen people. The, the, the very ones that we have so many Bible stories about and your kids have colored pictures of Moses leading them through the Red Sea and all of those things, Right. These people that were God's chosen ones who, who time and time again still chose to do their own thing, to turn their back on him, to think that their way was better. They had that Frank Sinatra mentality. They wanted to do it their way, right? Some of you that are under the age of 30 don't have a clue who I just referenced there. It's okay. It's okay. Just go with an old man right now. But these people, it's just an indication that even still today, see, this is not a current trend, a current problem. This is a problem of biblical proportions. People still chose to do their own thing. 
God showed up, provided, did a great work, and it wasn't enough. Come on, y'all know I'm talking to some of us right now, right? Because we've seen God work. We've been the recipients of his blessing and his provision, only for us to soon quickly be like Israel and forget. That's why God says this. He says, I'm going to give you a new heart, and I'm going to put a new spirit in you. I'm going to take out that old, stony, stubborn heart, and I'm going to give you a tender, responsive heart. Listen, that's revival. Revival is this. Revival in the New Testament would be a son that goes to his daddy and say, Dad, listen, I want what's mine, and I'm going to go, and I'm going to live my own life. Don't you tell me what to do. Come on, how many of you boys, I'm talking to you right now, you're now men, you did that, right? My way, I got this. Father gives him his inheritance. We know the son leaves and goes to, Scripture says, a distant land, a foreign country. Probably be like going to Oklahoma. And uh, (laughs) Boomer, I know yesterday was a rough day, wasn't it? Sorry about that. Stay to the sermon. Yeah, quit. I apologize. So stay to the sermon. That's just Holy Spirit directed and let... But he goes and he wanders and he squanders and loses everything. And I love the story of the prodigal son because we find that this son returns to his senses and wants to come back to something he was familiar with. And we see this image, don't we, of the father? We don't. But we get a picture of an earthly father that represents our heavenly father. That when you and I wander off and go do our own thing, he stands still with open arms and he welcomes us back in. Listen, what once was broken, that relationship, he wants to restore, he wants to revive it, he wants to bring it back to life. Come on, somebody. God's not done with you. He loves you and there is a purpose and a calling for you. Amen? Revival. Revival, revival, revival. We need an outpouring of the Spirit of God. We need a move of God in our nation. We need a move of God in our lives. But how will we know when revival happens? How do you know when, 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 when we are, 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 are about the things that God is, is desiring for us to be a part of? I, I love a story that I found of some some newspaper reporters from London that, that made their way down to Wales at the turn of the century because they had been hearing word and, and catching uh, stories of, of, of what God was doing and something that we now know as the Welsh revival. And these newspaper men made their way down to, to Wales in order to go see what's going on. They wanted to give a report and, and just firsthand account. And so they stumbled across a police officer there and said, sir, could you please tell us where the Welsh revival is happening? Where is it located? To which that police officer stood upright and placed his hand over his heart and said, sir, the Welsh revival is inside this uniform. You see, he had caught the fire of God. The spirit had gotten a hold of him and it had overtaken him. Isn't that interesting? Revival can break out anywhere the spirit is. And check this out. If you're a believer in Jesus Christ, that means revival can break out in your life. 
We've been talking a lot about revival over the last 12 months, and, 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 and I had big dreams and visions of what that might look like, but I'm going to be honest with you. What I thought it would look like, it was just different than what God thought it would be. How many of you know that sometimes God sees things differently than we do? And sometimes our ways and our plans are not his, but how many of you know that God's ways and God's plans are right? Amen. Come on, somebody. Come on. And I thought it'd look like this and we were going to do this and go this right. But God had to do a work in us first. He's done a work in this preacher over the last 12 months. He's done a work in this church, but I believe he's not finished with you. So check this out. We're still moving towards revival this year. We're still praying for that. We're still praying. And you know what revival is? How will we know when it happens? Changed lives. Changed lives are the evidence of revival. Are you with me there? And in fact, today I I just want, I have some friends that I'm going to invite to the platform right now that are going to come and, and bear witness and testimony to what I'm talking about. Because listen, God's been at work and he's been on the move and he's been transforming and changing people's lives. Hey, listen, I believe that the church is the hope of the world. You know why? Because the church is Jesus. It belongs to him. And when we keep him the main thing, check this out. He wants to work through this thing called the church. If we want to see revival come, listen, this thing called the local church, it's a big deal in God's economy. He works through people. He's always worked through people. Check this out. God came to earth in the form of a a baby, a human. God has always worked through humans since Jesus came, especially, right? You can make arguments about the prophets that would speak. But listen, God came as a baby born in a manger. His name was Jesus, who walked on this earth for 33 years. This church is filled with people. That's why we're going to invite people to partner with us. Doesn't matter if you've been here for five years, 10 years, 15, 16 years, we're going to ask you to recommit and re-up, you might say, because God wants to work through us to bring about transformation and change lives. I've got some of you, hey, y'all got some microphones, let's go, let's grab some of them, we'll have red, white, or blue, white, thanks, good. Let's go red, you need to change that blue shirt, let's go over here. Tony, this is actually, this, I love this guy. This is Tony. Hey, y'all step up, step up. Everybody step up. This is what's on your shirt there, bro. That's, that's the team. That's the team. Listen, can I just, I, I, I need to apologize to Dallas fans. Okay. Because last week I wasn't talking trash. I just didn't have great hope and confidence. And, and there was a victory, right? There was a, so I apologize and thank all of you for sending me messages to remind me of that. It's like all the cat lovers the week before that I offended by speaking against cats. So, um, hey, but Tony, listen, you, you and this is his wife, Brittany. This is Tony and Brittany Lunsky. And hey, you guys have been with us for a long time. And, 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 and why are you here? And, 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 and more importantly, what, how are you different as a result of just showing up and being present? So for us, it's literally our entire story serving here of uh, being in life groups is jumping in. It's literally our lifeblood. It's who we are. And it's our marriage. If, if we're not involved, there's a lack. There's not a, a feeling of the, you know, the sharpening of being together and serving. And like I said, our, our, our 
our marriage is a testimony of serving. When I jumped into the youth uh, hill when I first started here, we went to a conference and I got a word from a speaker and wrote it down that day and it was a confirmation that he had a wife for me. And come to find, I meet, I meet Brittany two years later. Um, the day that that was, was her birthday. That's what I'm I had written down about. in that, on that day. So... You, mean, owe, you owe me a finder's fee for that, bro. That's trying to endorse Create a, a single place mingle. For you to though. find your watch. See, 1910 is better than single mingle. Safer. Safer. It's safer. safer. Anyway, I'm sorry. I, 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 I digest, uh, digress. So. But yeah, but serving and attending and being here is just it's huge for us. It's, it's not really a negotiable. We, we have to have it. I love and it. Just to be with people and, and to be filled, to be sharpened, just to have that community is just, it's a have to. Yeah. And Brittany, I know I can look over here just about every week. First service primarily, and you guys are always here camping out. And why do you get up every week and, and still just come? What's the deal? I think that for us, we learned long ago. When I first started coming to 1910, it was in 2015, in July of 2015. And I was going through a season of like really severe anxiety, really severe depression, severe loneliness. And I was struggling with just feeling alone. And I jumped into Radiant Bible Study and I got connected to that. And it gave me friendships with women and stuff like that. But also like our life group that we have been in since we've started here, well, or a couple of years ago, has just spoken into our lives when we needed it, mm. when we needed encouragement. And so like Tony said, it's just not a negotiable. Wow. We need that community and we're built for community. Yeah. So just showing up and being present, you find a wife. <laughs> You grow a little bit, find community. I, I love that. Hey, Will, listen, this is Will Baser, burning hot. He's got, he's got a mic. I got a mic. Thank Will, you. But, but Will, hey, listen, you're in our student ministry, The mm-hmm. Hill. And, 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 you're, and, and you're faithful. Why do, you, why do you come, Will? What, what's the deal? What's The Hill mean to you, Will? Well, what's uh, The Hill mean to you, Will? What's the big deal? What's the big deal? So there's really, the main reason I go to The Hill is, number one, because I believe in it. Um, I'm the kind of guy where if I don't believe in something, I'm not going to put any time towards it. I'm not going to bat an eye at it. Ooh. But the hill is something that I truly believe in. I believe that kids come and they get to know Christ there, that, that wow. kids' lives are changed, that, that they branch out, that they get leadership opportunities there. They get chances to speak if they want to. It's not, it's not all about Pastor Mark, although that wouldn't be a bad thing. But, um, all right. But, Give it for our student yeah. pastor, Pastor Mark. Pastor Mark. Mark. Let's do. <laughs> but... Oh, I lost, lost what I was going to say. But it's, it's changing. Hey, yeah. Here's the cool thing, too, because I remember you coming to visit with me just a few months ago, say, uh-huh. Pastor Jason, yes, sir. I feel like I've got this calling of ministry yeah. in my life. Yeah, so that actually happened through the hill where I came to know that. It was Ascend 2021. Um, we had just moved back to Texas from Tennessee, and you know I was feeling lonely because I didn't really know anyone there. So I just sat down, and I started reading my Bible and praying in the woods. And um, fast forward a couple days later, you had a breakaway small group about, I think it was about ministry or something, and I went to that. And in there, that's, that's when I knew that I was called to ministry. I still don't know, know where it is or what it holds yet, but, you know, I'm going to continue matter. to lean Doesn't in. Matter. But here's a young yep. man where student ministry has called him and sent him. And, hey, Will, let me just remind you something. That, that David had to wait 14 years yep, after sure being did. anointed king before he ever assumed those yep. kingly duties. And so you keep pressing in and seeking yes, and God's going to show you what that looks like. I yes, need to believe that. Hey, Tyler and April Bradford are here. Hey, you, you guys have, have been a part of so many other ministries and groups. You serve in various capacities. So what, what's, why, what's your story? 
Yeah, good morning. Uh, April and I began attending 1910 in 2018. During that season, she was she was full bore. She got plugged in right away on the prayer team, and I had just come out of a season of repentance, and mm. what I was dealing with was tormenting thoughts that I just really couldn't escape. She learned about a program that we hold here called Restoration Ministry. She said, hey, you should come to this. Here's the card. She made me an appointment. Um, I spoke with Grace, and she was super encouraging. Um, I, I attended the appointment, and who here knows that when Jesus shows up, the enemy flees? It's, it's, it's true that when we submit to God's truth and his will, that the enemy has to flee. There's, there's no doubt about that. So after that, I got plugged into the prayer team, and I, I'm also part of the restoration ministry team here. That's awesome. Yeah. I love it. And um, the change wasn't just in Tyler. I can honestly say that we are both different people than we were four years ago when we started coming here. Um, and I credit that to the Holy Spirit, of course, but mm. he has ministered to us through the group that we're in, the prayer team, um, and just blessed us with that fellowship and ministry. And we were just saying the other day that every single time we're with anyone from our team, we walk away so encouraged and so built up and spurred on. Like we've never experienced this before in community and we wouldn't give it up for anything. I love that. You you had asked about why we want to commit. And a few days ago, you asked me about signing on the line and I was a little hesitant, and then I started remembering all the things that we commit to, whether it be signing for a gym membership or a car note or even checking the box, the terms and conditions. I agree to this stuff. And so why wouldn't we commit to a church? And so we're, we're all in. All right. I love that. Hey, Amanda and Randy Graybill, you guys have, you, you've been here almost from the beginning. Randy's hair was black when they first started <laughs> attending. I mean, it's just been a season, you know, but it's been, no, I'm just kidding. But in fact, I mean, I'll never forget, I met you at, at a local workout facility here, and, oh, yeah. and uh, that's where we met, and God's used you guys in incredible ways. But hey, you guys have been faithful, even in some difficult times, and, and you've been a good friend to your pastor, and, and have, have tried to work hard to keep something that we pray for, Jesus prayed for, something called unity in the church. Why is that such a big deal to you guys? Well, like Pastor said, uh, we've been here uh, what 15 years so we've gone through a lot of ups and downs uh, personally and you know as a church and I believe that unity is about togetherness it's about uh, holding each other up mm-hmm. you know when things aren't so good and when we're on the mountaintop yeah. right yeah and it's carrying each other's burdens and so, um, you know, this past, this past month has been a, a good example of that. It's been a really difficult month for me and for Randy uh, going through some things with our oldest son. Mm. And there have literally been days when I didn't want to get out of bed. Mm. But I know that this church, there's people in this church that have been praying yeah. for us, holding us up, um, you know, like... Moses and Aaron, I mean, Aaron and what's his name? Her, her held up Moses' yeah, arms. And so to me, that's unity. It's love in action. And that's what we felt here. That's why, you know, we don't give up when things get hard, right? Sure. We love one another. We hold each other up and we keep going. I love that. Yeah. 
Well, to me, unity is a, a great word. I've been thinking about it. And unity begins when we accept our Lord Jesus Christ as our personal Lord and Savior. Then we're united with our Heavenly Father. Right. And we're given the gift of the Holy Spirit. But I'm encouraging you today, don't be like I was when that happened. Because I, I was a loner. Uh, I was isolated. I was an island. And it wasn't until I started learning about what fellowship was all about and how I joined a fellowship and started participating and worshiping and going with people to church. And then I started realizing that I've been given gifts and talents, as we've all been given gifts and talents. Right. And then I started learning to work. Wait a minute. I am to be serving. I am to be encouraging people. I am to be praying for people. Hmm. And through that, it's like we're all a body of believers, one body, many parts, right? Yeah. And then I learned to where it's like, basically I've heard the pastor talk many times that we're, we just don't want to keep this here. Right. 1910 has been called to be you know, a, a light on the hill All right. in yeah. this community. We need to go forward in unity, knowing the great things that Jesus Christ has done in our lives and be able to share that in Bernie. We need to be able to go to the HEBs and go to the schools mm. and talk to them about all the great things that Jesus has done. Yeah. So with that, Jason, Amanda and I come to you today saying that we wish to partner with awesome. 1910 God Woo. in the future. Thank you so much. That is awesome. That's so good. Hey, Shelly, Shelly Geisler right here. Shelly, Shelly, I, I was with you several months ago, and I think you guys were probably in a prayer gathering. And, Shelly, you made a comment. And Shelly's a Bernie girl. This is hometown for her. And, uh, but, but you made a statement. You said, this church saved my life. Yeah. It um, broke me. What's that all about? Um, I, was, I was not raised in a church. Um, I, I didn't find, truly find and start obediently walking with Jesus until 2017. Um, I was baptized here. Mm. Um, and prior, I was just really going through um, a dark season of just depression. I was suffering with addiction and some other very terrible things, mm. um, a lot of darkness, and just got plugged into this house and um, experienced freedom um, in a lot of that. Mm. And even when it gets helpless or hopeless, mm -hmm. when I feel helpless and it feels hopeless, um, this house fills me. Um, I, I said last time, I know that God plugged me, placed me here for a season that was to come um, in 2020. My mom passed away uh, January. She was diagnosed with uh, terminal cancer, went straight to hospice. 2020 was a crazy year for everybody anyways, just a lot I don't of know darkness. what you're talking about. <laughs> wasn't crazy It's like an infamous me. year. Um, everybody has a story, but um, mine is, it, my mom had, was diagnosed with terminal cancer in January, went straight to hospice. I was fired from my job in April, and my mom was gone by September. Mm -hmm. This house never shut down, and it filled me. Um, I know that God brought salvation here. He brought me here. Um, it was a covering for me in that season. I mm. said last time, Jesus is my savior. This house is my covering. Um, mm. I feel this is my family. Yes. 
it's, it's given me a family, a family mm -hmm. of God, and I'm so thankful for it. You sit on the front row. I do. You didn't start there. No, I didn't. Um, when, I, when I first started, I sat in the back, way over there, and I cried every Sunday, just God releasing all of the darkness. And um, I took the prayer team training three times. I took that class three times before I, I believed that, I, that God spoke to me and that God could use me. Um, I learned about my spiritual gifts. I, sit, I, I attend both services, and I praise and worship boldly the first service in the back because that's where I started. And I attend the second one, and I praise and worship boldly. I love that. Hey, John, John and Chris, hey, you guys have been here for a long time as well and have been faithful. Chris, you've got something underneath your jacket. Kids, did you work in our kids? Are we thankful for kids ministry? Come on, somebody. Hey, and if you sign up, we'll give you a cool shirt to wear too. I'm telling you, it eliminates Saturday night issues. What am I going to wear? What am I going to You put on a kid's shirt and you serve. Hey, but John, you're, you guys have been faithful financially. Why do you give? Well, we give because, you know, God, it's in the Bible. We do it out of obedience. And so, you know, he asks us to give us, to give him his best. So we give him his best because he gives us his best. We're also thankful for what he does for us. He's been so faithful in, in our, when we give, even the times before, maybe we weren't as faithful, but... We've seen God come through time and time again in different situations with health, family, with the growing of, of, of our family, us getting stronger together as Christians. And then two, we just, we believe in this house. We believe that it is good ground. Yeah. We see the lives that are being touched worldwide through the missions that we help uh, fund. The community, the people that are being touched in the community. And then every time these doors are opened, People are being touched. Lives are being changed. Amen. And so um, that's why we do it. And Amen. we believe in the church and we believe in you. Amen. Thank you. Chris, you serve. Yeah, I, I do. Mean, yeah. A lot. Love, a lot, yeah. And it's not because of the snacks. No. <laughs> but Chris, why do, you, why do you give it up so every week you're faithful? Yeah, because to everything John said, we do it out of obedience initially. That was how I took the first step was through obedience. But then, um, you know, I, I was saved less than 10 years ago, and as I started to lean in and learn and build a relationship with Christ and started following the things that he outlined ahead of me, he has shown up in ways that have been miraculous in our family. And the reason why we do it here, particularly, is because this house provides a place where you can come in and learn and build a relationship with God no matter where you are in that relationship. Right. Yeah. And I have come from not knowing anything, losing Bible trivia, poorly every time we play it to being a formidable opponent now because yeah. I've served. Um, I started in children's ministry when I didn't know anything so that I could learn with the kids. The kids were uh, teaching you, weren't they? Amen. Um, so, <laughs> serving in Radiant and stepping into that and, and, and stepping into places I was extremely uncomfortable. But God led me there and I, I, I did it in faith. And this house provided those opportunities to me so that I would be blessed through my trust. And we have, we have been transformed as a family because of it. Yeah. So thank you. I love it. Hey, can we just honor them and say thank you? But I love, 
I love these stories here. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love these stories because this is revival. This is changed lives. This is transformation. This is what it looks like. This is what it looks like. These people all have flaws and were messed up. Some didn't even know the Lord before they started showing up here. In fact, if you're here today, come on, speak right now, Lord. If you do not know Jesus as Lord and Savior, I'm not talking about know some stuff about him. We all know some stuff. But if you've never invited him and said, Lord, save me, that's the greatest thing we could pray for you today. So we want to come alongside your hurts and pains and struggles and difficult decisions you have. But I'm telling you, the most important decision you will ever make in life is what will you do with Jesus? He loves you, and he's got a plan for your life, and he wants to bring transformation. I, I love this quote. I'm going to wrap up with this from C.S. Lewis. C.S. Lewis says, it's so easy to think that the church has a lot of different objects, education and building and missions and holding services. The, the church exists for no other purpose but to draw men to Christ and to make them little Christ. If they are not doing that, all of the cathedrals, all the clergy and missions and sermons, even the Bible itself are simply a waste of time. God became man for no other purpose. Listen, we exist to make little Christs. God came as a man, he raised up others, empowered them, planted his spirit in them, and sent them out like the Graybills, the Lunskys, and Will Baster, and the Bradfords, and Shelley, and the Garcias. Just, and they're just, you sat next to them. They're just like you. But God works through them, and he wants to work through you to be little Christ's. Listen. That's what this house is going to be about. We're going to introduce you to Jesus. We're going to e equip you and, and let you know some stuff, Chris, about what that means. Okay, we want to help you, but we're going to empower you and we're going to unleash you. This is a church for the city. We believe that he's worth talking about. And we believe that he wants to work through you. Everybody there, stand up. We're going to pray and get out of here today. And hey, I just want to let you guys know, thank you guys, as we pursue revival, and we're going to invite the Holy Spirit to show up. And listen, when, when, when you invite the Holy Spirit to show up, things change. He, 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 he changes our lives. He's going to change some schedules. He might alter some passions of ours. He might call us to step into some things that we've never done before and feel very unprepared and unequipped to do. But I'm telling you, the Spirit wants to show up and do a work through this house and in your life. And so our ministry team is going to come today. I'm going to pray over us and, and send us out. But God, I want to thank you so much for being a God that's worth singing and shouting and dancing before and lifting hands for and getting all sweaty for. You're worth it.
because there is no one like you. You are the victor. You have one. And God, I do pray that just as Pastor Allen and the team led us today, God, I pray that our hearts would be lit for you, that we would burn for you, that you would be our only one, that we would never be satisfied. We would long for more of you and our hearts would only belong to you and you alone, God. God, we stand and declare today that this is your house. 1910 is yours. We are your people who are in love with you. And God, we are honored that we get to suit up on Team Jesus and that we get to be a part of your redemptive work in this city and surrounding areas. God, we set our eyes on you. God, you are our focus. And God, we want to live for you. May you receive all the glory, honor, and praise, Jesus. Jesus. Thank you, God. I pray for the individual here today, God, that's hurting, that's hopeless, that's got a tough decision to make. There's an obstacle in front of them. May they be reminded that there is nothing that you can't handle. And God, that you already know the outcomes of their situation. God, I pray that they would know that we stand down here today ready to partner with them and come alongside of them in this time of need and searching. And God, I close with this. I pray for that person here today in this house or that's watching in their house that does not know you as Lord and Savior. They've never surrendered and given their lives to you. I pray that today salvation would come to their house, that they would humble themselves, ask you to forgive them of their sins, to come in and be Lord of their lives. Transform them right now, Jesus. If any man is in Christ, he's a new creation. Come on, there's some newness about to break out today. The old things are going to pass away and everything's going to become new. All for the glory of our King. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Everybody said, amen, amen, amen. Thank you, you're dismissed.